This is only our second ever before and after podcast. If you've never heard one, which there's only one, I think it was episode two. Um, this is kind of an idea we had forever ago where we podcast before a bass tournament, um, kind of give predictions, how pre-fishing went, how map study went, whatever, and then press record like to stop the recording and then come back right after the tournament and kind of recap you where our predictions anywhere close like our weight predictions um i don't know even tonight it's saturday maybe we'll do like a goofy like any kind of oddball prediction you know like they always do those funny like side bets in um NFL games like how many times is so and so going to say this guy or you know whatever is there any funny like how many crappies did you catch with a square bill or I don't know we can make some other silly predictions then we'll come back after the tournament and we'll recap you immediately Um, the first one we did on Lost Grove Lake Nate said we weren't going to even be in the money Lola and I said we were going to be in the money and we actually won that tournament (laughs) woohoo So maybe we should just do that same. Maybe we should just, you should, you jerk. Um, Maybe we should just do the same thing, exact same predictions, and then we'll win this one. But here's where it's different, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Lola, can you give me a drum roll sound? Oh my gosh. I just did like the lip smack in there. Oh boy. That was like oh, one boy. single roll. Oh, that's that pretty good. good. Yeah, until you. Or was that a machine you like gun? stopped it and started you. There it is. Tonight, the difference. Is, oh my gosh, that was terrible. Um, that was awful. Thank but you. I like you. Uh, the difference tonight is I'm fishing a derby solo, and then Nate is fishing a derby solo, and we'll be separated by like five hours worth of driving distance and so we're doing kind of like a before and after which is already like a two for tuesday type of podcast because you're getting the before and the after podcast but you're basically getting four podcasts in one but wait there's more oh there's not actually any more oh. but you're really getting like <laughs> oh really getting gosh. like four because you're getting a I before from me a before from nate and after from me and after from nate plus lola is going to hit you up with our sponsors and all that good stuff yeah, right man. now oh Get okay it. all Get right it. okay um yeah check out our website tackleandtacos.com yeah. Yeah. Our social is the same, Tackle yeah. and Tacos, Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we have sponsors, which is really cool. So weird. Yeah, it's awesome. So Kenai Gear and Grizzly Coolers, we love all of their stuff. It's just really great. We've been camping and using all of it. What's and- your favorite Kenai or Grizzly thing, Nate, and then Lola in order? What's your? And I'll give you mine. And I'll give you a really weird use for one of mine. But Nate, what's one of your favorite uh-huh. Kenai or Grizzly things? Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a toss up. I guess, okay. I guess it's a, I've got a first and a close second. So okay. the first is okay. definitely going to be that, that carry all yeah. grizzly yes. bag. Giant I love that. Insulated yeah, purse that I think that's my number one. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, smart. So we, yes. We've, we've used it so many times, yeah. uh, you know, since, since I've had it, Just fill it up with ice and, and snacks and it's got an extra pocket to keep stuff cold, but not. Get it wet. And like it keeps it's, ice it's, really well for just being a little like yeah, gay bag looking yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's slick. I really like it. So yeah. that's that, a, that's a grizzly then, thing. If anybody's wondering, that's a grizzly. I think it's called the carry all or something. And they make yeah, a couple different colors. They're really cool. Yep. And then the other uh, is just going to be the uh, the keen eye. Like I have twenty ounce, like you know, Rambler style cup. I mean, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I always They're have. So good. 
always have some ice in that with uh, with a beverage of, of some kind. Most of the time, it's water. But uh, you, know. you made it sound all like like uh, adulty. Yeah, adult-y. Like you're yeah. gonna have some sort of like aged bourbon. You're like most of the time it's H two O. Most of the time it is. I'm not gonna lie. There has been an adult beverage in it a couple of times. Okay, uh, okay. And it's you know it's handled it quite well. But well, you know, you majority go. of the time it is is just water so it's all right my favorite is also the carry-all bag yeah, it's so because smart. like i can put like aldi stuff in there like oh, if yeah. you go to the grocery store and you have frozen stuff or whatever Shout out aldi point, point, point. Point, point, point. that'd be a dope sponsor yeah. that'd be the dopest sponsor yeah. ever dude. we get lots of snacks and foods yeah, there dude. their produce is usually pretty good and they have such a great not, return policy yeah, you can literally bring, bring it back, back like cabbage and then they give you your money back and, and a free replacement thing. come yeah, on it's crazy thanks aldi yeah. um and also like going to the beach with the kids and not carrying a huge heavy cooler by myself like i can just and if it's carry empty, that you can just stuff it in anywhere because it's like soft and like foldable. yeah it's great yeah so thank you to our sponsors kenai yeah. gear and grizzly so, can i say my favorite kenai okay thing? oh i'm sorry we skipped you it's okay you're cute um, thanks yep rare okay. um my favorite kenai thing i've said it a million times i posted a picture of it on social today is that little lunchbox dry box thing because oh, it yeah, really yeah, does yeah. just work and it's the perfect size that is your favorite um at the tournament uh when was a tournament i had um it was like where was it from i think it was from quick trip it was almost like a adult version of like a lunchable where it was like dry salami and like fancy crackers versus like crappy lunchable whatever Mm -hmm. but it really you don't want that crap getting wet but you do want it cold so that's dope the other thing and i don't think you could do this in like a tournament i don't think most tournaments would allow it i think it would be like outlawed but if you do bring with like the kenai 25 quart cooler it's the perfect size to fit in the boat um and you know obviously keep your sodas waters i'm a huge red bull fan your red bull cold whatever but then here's like the sneaky cool part of it is you can bring it up to the front deck and it's like a little perch if you're sight fishing like a perch like not like a perch like a fish but like Mm. a a higher spot that you can stand on and it really yeah like a little like a little pedestal and it gives you like a better lookout over the water and then like for me i have an ultrax you can hang the ultrax eye pilot around your neck so you don't have to worry about the foot pedal sounds dangerous and then you can just steer you know with that little remote control but you have a way higher vantage point and again i don't know if they would allow that in a tournament i wouldn't want anybody to get in trouble i would ask a director first like if you Hmm. can have a better view for sight fishing but it really does work which is kind of rad nice yeah okay sorry keep going that's all right so there's gil tech Dude. They have great, great yeah. lures and things. Yeah. Um, you can <laughs> find them um, online exclusively through Hook and Arrow Supply Co. Yeah. And their website is hookandarrowsupply.com. Yeah. Seriously, everybody out there, like, hit them up. Like, no joke. We've said this before. I've never given... Uh, a Giltec swim jig or uh, a Ned head or whatever to somebody, not once, never given it to somebody and not had them be like, dude, these are legit. And I think yeah. everybody I've done that with has gone on to hook and arrow supply company.com yeah. and ordered some and swim jigs. They've been very thankful for that because they're just that good. Like yes. legitimately, like they're just, yeah, dope they, really, they really are. Yeah. Everything he does, like, um, I was just talking to him the other day, um, and 
he's like, I'm not really that worried about my product. And he's not a cocky dude. Brian is not at all. But he knows how much time and effort and design and precision he's put into each swim jig, each swim bait, each net head, each everything. Uh, The marabou feather tube jigs. We got to get those, some of those to you, Nate, so you can give them to your father-in-law. Because I'm sure tomorrow at the tournament, he's going to be throwing (laughs) himself a tube since it's the only thing he ever throws. (laughs) But he puts so much work in on everything he does. He's like, I'm not really worried about the lures. He's like, I just need um you know more people to see them and i truly believe if more people see them more people will buy them they are yes. just they're just legit they're super legit yeah yeah um i also want to give a shout out to our boys at working class bow hunter um we're part of their podcast network with yeah. victory drive podcast yeah, and so cc hunt files yeah, so good yeah so we're and gonna do yeah, we got to do a big group one sometime and like and the cool thing about the the working class bow hunter podcast is that we're all sort of similar but not so like me and nate are the only black guys on the whole podcast <laughs> oh network uh, and then um you know, so like CC Hunt Files with um, Clint Casper. That dude is legitimately like. You gotta do a shout out. Point, point, point. Point, point, Clint. He's legitimately like a hunting genius. Like it's yeah. nonsense how much he knows. And then there's Jacob on Victory Drive, who is legitimately a firearms. Oh, sorry. Point, point, point. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Military and firearms <laughs> or whatever. And then there's of course the the working class bow hunter guys, and that. And then there's there's us who is doing fishing stuff, you know, and obviously we talk tacos and all that, but mostly we're fishing. Um, And I just think the fact that we're all sort of different, but we all have sort of like a really real vibe. Like we're not fronting. We're not pretending to be something we're not. We're not trying to pretend like we're big time. We're not, you know, like we don't really cuss, but if somebody on our podcast cusses, cool. We don't care. Like we just want people to be authentic to themselves. And I think that's something that differentiates us from a lot of, media out there in america nate what do you think i completely agree yeah 100 percent. yeah we're uh you know just trying to be ourselves and we want all of our guests to uh to do the same and enjoy their time with us and yeah it's uh it's easy to uh to absorb you know just you know natural uh you know natural talk instead of something that's forced or yeah manipulated or you know just trying too hard so yeah, yeah. this is I like it. Yeah, and I just think nowadays, like 2023, I don't know if I would say that people are necessarily like smarter than they've ever been in the country of the United States of America, but I do think people can smell bullcrap from farther away. And so I think if you're being fake, people pick up on it so quick now, you know? Yeah, without a doubt. And so I think hopefully, I I, I don't know. I I guess I can't say like whether we come off as fake, but I don't think so. I hope not. I hope not because we're not. Yeah, we're definitely not, but I hope we don't put out that vibe, you know? So yeah, for sure. Um, okay, well, we have to also say, I don't know if people know this. We never talk about it. We're on Waypoint TV. Waypoint is so dope, dude. Waypoint TV network. Yeah. Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. You yeah. put it all and together? Then, yeah, we're also on Waypoint like the Waypoint TV, TV app. And yeah, their Waypoint, app. Yep. Yeah. Um, also, the reminder for Spotify and oh, yeah. Apple podcast review giveaway, free hat and shirt for yeah. both a written five-star Apple review and a free hat and t-shirt for a five-star Spotify rating. Yeah. So. At the end of July. And yeah. I don't even know if our merch and stuff is going to be ready by then. I thought it was, but, it, you but know, it's just life, whatever. We'll but either way, the little giveaway dealy, uh, and, you know, maybe we just run it until the giveaway or until the merch is made. But Yeah. 
But yeah. like, thank you so much for all the reviews Dude, that we've seriously. gotten. We and read them. We're, yeah. we're not too cool for school. And we're, we're cheesing hard. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, we're they're not so like, nice. Oh, we got another cool positive review. Oh, whatever. Like, we're like, oh, did you see so-and-so said like, these are really humble, genuine hosts and blah, blah, blah like likable. I think one guy said like, that's so cool, man. Like yeah. considering we weren't even doing this this time last year, we, you know, like we're just figuring this crap yeah. out. Like Nate's in his basement. Me and Lola are in our garage. We got this. And we're like loving doing this. So seriously, thank you to everybody. But whoever. Yeah, for Apple, sure. We definitely appreciate it. Yeah, That's dude. No doubt. Yeah. Um, Apple Podcasts, got to be a five-star review and a positive written review. We'll just grab one at random. We won't like pick our favorite. We'll just maybe put names of the reviews in a hat and literally pull one out. Yeah. And then Spotify um, in the back end, we'll see who's dropped a five-star review and we'll do the exact same thing. So Perfect. we'll give you a hat and a shirt to both and some stickers. Um, we have Lola and I have a bulldog named Walter. Maybe we'll throw him in the mix. You yep. can just take can him just as take well. Him. Um, it'll be a great, review. it'll be a, a great review. <laughs> it'll be a great oh, review. What did I say last week? So much. Oh, yeah, thank. So much. Thank. And like, as I was saying it, my brain is like telling my, I, my part of my brain is talking and the other part of my brain is going, no. you don't know the words you use now that come out. Mouth. <laughs> like so much. Thank. Oh and gosh. just so you know, too, last week when I said that, I almost, I go, I, sometimes I listen back to our own podcast, which is a little horrifying. And like, also I, I sort of do it as like, here's the things we need to work on. I need to, you know, speak more clearly, slow down, whatever. Um, and when I said so much, thank, it almost sounded like I was making fun of like mentally challenged people, which I would never legitimately all serious. I would never do. Um, I used to be a social worker in Wisconsin for people with cognitive disability. And like, I would never do that. What I was doing though, was in, (laughs) in the movie Frosty, the snowman, the cartoon one, uh, when he like first comes alive, I always thought he sounded like. I don't know. It's just weird because he's a happy birthday. <laughs> and so like I used to always like say stuff like that. So that's what I was doing. Like so much thank. Yeah. Um, one time I was skating with a homie named Alex who's crazy good at skating. and Like ice um, skating? Skateboarding. Oh, okay. And uh, he did a, I think he was doing a kickflip into a 50-50 and I was doing uh, a, yes. I was doing a 50-50 kickflip <laughs> out. And so we were both trying to do this, like he was doing kickflip in, I was doing kickflip out of it. And somebody at the place we were skating goes, oh man, 50, 50, 50. Instead of saying 50, 50, like a grind, he said it three times. So then we were like, 50, 50, 50, happy birthday. Oh my God. So that's what I was doing. Now you have to add on so much thanks. 50, 50, 50, happy birthday. So much thanks. All right. What are we doing right now? Let's get into the tournament. Let's get stuff. into it. Yeah. So <laughs> let, let's go. So um, let's go before and after. This is the before. Um, I'll do mine first, Nate, because it ain't going to take long. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Lola, what is the name of the club that I'm fishing in uh, tomorrow? That I'm not fishing with. That you, you? should be. In this or what? No, I just want to uh, give Lola a chance to give a shout out to it. Yeah. I think it's a really Chippewa Valley Bass Attack. Yeah, it's just a dope club. It's a great club. At they're hammers. They're dude. all very good. Yeah, there's not a weak link in that club. Like maybe me. Shut up. <laughs> like they're all they're all good anglers. Like it's almost like annoying because you can do well and come to, to weigh and like oh, I got this. Oh, I got dead last. <laughs> like, like these dudes yeah, can they, fish. They are really good. Yeah, they're they're sticks. So. um it's Saturday, and tomorrow, Sunday, I'm fishing on 
Red Cedar Lake, which is, I think if I have my directions right, northeast of Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Um, it connects on the south to a little body of water called Hemlock and to the north to another little skinny body of water called Balsam Lake. Not the same Balsam Lake that I fished a derby at earlier this year. A different Why would one. they name lakes the same thing? I don't know. When I lived in Atlanta, though, there's like three different places where peach tree intersects peach tree. Weird. Like one is street and one's yeah, avenue. But with or one's lakes road. in the same state, that doesn't make sense. No, it is. Stupid. I don't like it. No, it's weird. And so here's my prediction for it. I have no idea. Okay. I've never seen it. I've never pre-fished it. I've never been on it. I don't know anything about it other than what I found on map study and DNR study, which is that like the lake is clear. It has both smallmouth and largemouth. Um, I've talked to people who say, oh, yeah, yeah, smallmouth will win that tournament. And I've talked to other people who are like, no, there's not enough small. <coughs> Excuse me. There's not enough smallmouth. <laughs> largemouth will win the tournament. Yeah. I have no idea what to predict. So here's what I'm going to say. The questions we always ask. I'm be- Well, always. Okay, we've done this so many are times. Gonna the second one. Be in the money. Yeah, be in the money. Five fish. Five fish. And what's the other one? Uh, weight, like your oh, weight yeah, prediction. Yeah, yeah. And then we said earlier on this podcast, any kind of weird, you know, oh, you're going to catch a three and a half pound smallmouth oh, or okay. you're going to get bit off by six pike on swim jigs or okay. whatever. So here's my prediction. You ready? Yes. With no knowledge, no anything. Number one, my goal, not my prediction, my goal is to A, fish clean. If you don't know what that means, it just it's just like... You're not losing fish. You're not trying to swing them onto the boat and they're hitting the gunnel and falling back in the water. Um, you're not, you know, breaking off because you were too lazy to retie. Like you're, the fish you hook, you're getting in the boat. Fish clean. My goal is to fish clean. My goal is to have five fish in the live well. And my goal is to be safe. I like it. That's it. If I can yeah, do those three, nice. if I can do those three things on a body of water, I know literally nothing about nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be happy. Yeah. My predictions. Actually, let's go with yours. What? Me? You talk. I'm going to get a glass of water because I'm, I'm getting all throaty. I'm just I'm just crying thinking about how pretty you are. Oh, my gosh. Nate. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, give us, Lola, what you oh. think I'm going to catch weight-wise, if you think I'm going to catch five in the box, okay. and if you think I'll be in the money. Go. I'll uh, be right back. Oh, okay. I'm literally walking away. Okay. He's leaving me. I mean, the studio. Gosh, don't say that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, I think he will be in the money. He has never, should I say he or should I say you like you're here, um, has never fished a solo derby and he's always wanted to and I just have this hope that it's going to go really well and it's just going to be awesome. I think you will have five fish. I don't have doubts about that. He's back, swishing some water. Um, And then wait... I don't know because we don't really know anything about like no this because like with Lost Grove you're like yeah usually they're one and a half two pounds or and, something and you know had, and it's I'd like fish Lost Grove three thousand exactly times. and so like with this I have no idea I don't either so thirteen pounds crap is dude. that a lot that's a lot eight. I'd take it yeah that's probably gonna be close that way yeah yeah eight would probably be well, more like what I'll okay uh, well oh, okay. honestly though like for real and I'm not saying this to like mentally take myself out of the game or give myself an excuse if i caught five fish five yeah. legal fish 14 or bigger um that weighed eight pounds and i'm totally fine with that no even if yeah. i finished 29th out of 30 i mean even if i finished 30 i don't want to finish 30 whatever but like 
I'll be happy. What did you say? Did you say I'll be in the money? If you're not first, you're last. That's also, so. that's not, if, that's, if that was a real <laughs> saying in like bass fishing, we'd all be so depressed because so. you so rarely actually win. But oh, did you man. say I'll be in the money or no? I did. Huh. And because I'm hopeful, I don't know, it's your first solo derby and you've always wanted to do it. And so yeah. I just have this hope that you will. Yeah. Because that would be like a really good feeling. Like I did this and I did it by myself. Yeah. That's crazy. I super appreciate your optimism. Well, thank you. I don't buy it. I, I oh. think uh, I think the one thing the one thing you kind of have going for you uh, with not having any experience there is uh, probably fishing it solo um, because you can just kind of go out and yeah. and just fish. Mm, like you'll, you'll be super whatever. free. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah, no you'll real be super rules. Free. No, no preconceived notions. No, yeah. this is what I should be doing. Like. You're just going to go out, you're going to have fun, you're going to fish. And I think that's, I mean, I think that's going to gonna help out you know, with yeah. it, with being so unfamiliar with it. Yeah. I'm trying to, one of the, one of the things we talked about last week on the, how to lose a bass tournament was like that balancing game. I don't remember what number it was, but like, um, only fish to your weaknesses because you want to diversify or only fish to your strengths because it's comfy. I really mm-hmm. want to find the middle ground there, like do stuff that I'm comfortable <laughs> with, but also maybe try some different things or just just tweaks on things that I'd like to do, you know, like, like, cause it really is at every, at every tournament on earth, whether it's like a really tough grinder or it's, um, Toledo bend where you're putting together a 27 pound bag, um, you know, three days straight, whatever. Um, there is like a, what's that, what's that children's story? Hansel and Gretel. Is that, is that the breadcrumbs? Yeah. Isn't it? What they- yeah. I think that's the Yeah, yeah. But there is breadcrumbs. <laughs> there there literally <laughs> is at every tournament, there is like a breadcrumb trail where the bass are like, this is what I want. It's just up to us to kind of figure out what that is. So like if they're eating this, but it's really not very good, is it as simple as like kind of completely changing that? Or is it just like a color tweak or a speed tweak or a, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I really want is to kind of like, try some stuff but not get so glued to it because from what i've seen on like satellite imagery and stuff um i think it's going to be or could be or should be really froggy and i love frogging oh is there going to be some cheese do you think there is definitely going to be some <laughs> stack that cheese there's definitely going to be some cheese so um some, yeah some uh yep there's gonna be some cheesy and uh cheesy. i'm hoping to frog but like okay let's say the frog doesn't work how long until i literally and i talk to myself out loud sometimes i don't know if that makes me crazy or not i um, will look out the window like i'm doing dishes and he's like i don't know something in the yard and he's like moving his mouth and i'm like who is he talking to yeah it's I, him i openly i don't even <laughs> care like maybe that makes me sound crazy or maybe somebody else out there is like yeah i do that too um, but yeah. like, how long will I be fishing a frog until I go, dude, this isn't working, put it down, you know? Cause like, sometimes I need that, like kick myself in the pants to yeah. whatever. All right. Uh, here's my prediction really fast. Will I put five fish in the well? I think this time of year, I think, um, uh, also shout out Omnia. If you don't ever, point, point, point. we're not sponsored by them or oh. anything, but Omnia fishing, if you're a premium member, um, they have maps that show surface temperatures of the lakes that you fish. Whoa. which is pretty wild. So if yeah, it's even really close, cool if it's even close to what Omnia has, the water temps have been pretty consistent. I think I should, it, I should be able to really put five fish in the boat. I do believe that much. I don't think I'm the world's greatest angler, but I think I can figure it out. How many times do you think you're going to have to call? Uh, 
I hope a lot. Yeah. It'd be great to upgrade a bunch. Yeah. Um, do I think I'll be in the money? Absolutely not. Oh. No way. No way. Uh, final prediction on weight. I'm going to say, I'm going to, Lola said eight pounds. I'm going to say, I, not, I'm going to say nine pounds. I said 13. No, there's no way. There's no way. I would love to hit 13. There's no way. I'll say nine pounds. <laughs> oh so it's a little, gosh. it's a little closer uh, to probably reality. Nate, give, give me your, give me your weight, money. Uh, will I put five in the well for this? And then we'll go to year before. Yeah, so uh, I feel like not knowing much about the lake or really how it sets up or anything, uh, I'm going to go with weight prediction. First off, I think I think 10 pounds is a good yeah, like that's, middle that's ground five-fish limit. Yeah, yeah. You know, 10 pounds, uh, yeah. get, get, get there, and then you know try to upgrade uh, if you can. So I'm going to say... Ten pounds. That's what. That's what you're like gonna it. shoot for. Five fish. Yeah, we're we're going pounds. eight, nine, ten. No, I said yeah. thirteen. <laughs> Get out of here. Holding to it. Baker's dozen. Uh, yeah. So so ten pounds. Uh, five fish. I do. I do think you'll get it. Like kind of like you said, this time of year, you know, fish are you know they're really really active. So yeah. It, you know, catching if the if the lake has quality, you know, yeah. catching five, uh, you know, five keepers is is definitely going to be doable for you. Yeah. Um, Will I be in so the money? I would. I, I'm going to say ten pounds would probably put you just outside the money because if I remember correct, that 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 club pays down a pretty good ways. Yeah, they go down um, to ten, ten spots. Ten. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think you know, I think that ten pound mark would maybe be a little bit shy of the head. You might yeah. end up maybe around like twelve. Okay. Yeah, y'all are a bunch of negative there, Nancys. So. Bunch of negatives. Also, hey, here's here's another. This is the third shout out. Give me give me a third shout out noise, Lola. Oh, isn't it the same as all the others? I'm not sure. What do you want it to be? Probably the same. Okay, point, point, point. Can you go up with it instead of down? Point, point, point. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, that was good. No, that was, yeah. We always do point, 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 point. Oh, I you wanted it to go up yeah, like, like scoop that? Scoop up. Anyway, you should have said third scoop shout then. out Sorry. to Jeremy Moldrum. Sorry um, for the terrible Mahoney shout out Moldy. sound. Uh, I, um, I have a 2012 F one fifty. It's like the most utilitarian truck ever. It's not a bad truck, but it's nothing fancy. Um, and I blew out a wheel bearing. So I swapped it out. Not in like a crazy accident. Yeah, no, 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 nothing bad. It It was just getting bad and making sounds. And so I changed out the wheel bearing and now it turns out it looks like it's the other wheel bearing. And I think I need brakes and I just don't have time to do it before the tournament. And I can't take Lola's Honda pilot, which actually does an okay job towing the boat because, um, we have all of our kiddos. And, um, and so Jeremy was like, dude, just take my truck. And so he's giving me his, I don't know what year it is. It's like an older square body. I'd say 96. Um, I would say older than that, but I could be totally wrong. Uh, no, it's definitely older than that. Yeah, but anyway, it's a, 87. That's probably closer. F three fifty, all white F three fifty. That's lifted like six or seven inches. Um, it's like the it's it's a dope truck. It's like it's like a combination of like some imperfections in terms of like the paint and stuff that almost mm-hmm. makes it look more authentic yeah. and cool. And it runs solid. And the dude's just again, we said it before. He's really good, like mechanically. Um, and so he's like, here, just take mine. And so I need to at least get to tenth place so that I can account for like half of the gas it's gonna cost me like <laughs> taking his truck and getting like two and a half miles a gallon there and back is gonna be interesting. so nice of him but, though but it wasn't even like a thing he was like he's yeah, just, dude, like, just, yeah, take, just mine. take it like you and didn't would, ask like, or yeah, anything he didn't, he's like do you want to take mine like he was like take my truck and so i'm going to and like yeah, yeah that's just so rad but anyways yeah, yeah I, I need i need to try and get the money just to pay for the the gas here's my wacky prediction um 
and I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm going to put the number at a half dozen how many pike I'm going to catch. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say something about pike. I'm going to I'm going to predict I catch 6 pike and at least two or three will be on a frog to the mm. point where they're going to come through the cheese or the muck or the Yuck. mat and I'm going to be so pumped like oh it's a big bass because that's happened to me so many times. <laughs> yeah. Where you catch yeah, a where you catch worry. a pike and you can't really see it at first, you know, cuz they 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 tend to blow up on it just like a frog would or a, a frog would like a bass would and then your heart gets to thump and you get all pumped and you get them next to the boat and you're, and you're like, like you're the wrong species. Filthy gator. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my that's my weird prediction. Six pike, two or three will come on, on a frog. Okay. Yeah. You got anything weird for me? Well, I was going to say something about the pike as well. Say something about the pike. That I think you're going to catch more than you want. Okay. (laughs) I mean, yeah, any, any pike. I know. I like, like, I get why people hate Northern Pike because they're so aggressive. They bite off lures, whatever. But, um, I don't know if everybody's heard this thing. I really think it's true. They say that, um, if a fish really wants your lure, you cannot reel it fast enough to keep it away from them. And that is 1 million percent the truth with Northern Pike. They are underwater missiles. And so like, I get why people don't like them, but they're also kind of fun because they're so aggressive and they're so fast and they're not that smart. Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So there we go. You got any weird things for me on this one, Nate? Uh, I think you're going to catch like a slab crappie. I don't know why. Ooh. I don't know why. Like, like a, well. like a, yeah, I was going to say yeah, that sounds like a, tasty. You know, something, something pushing that two pound mark, like a oh. big and big, thick, wide back crappie. Yeah. I like yeah. it. People used to call yeah. me that in high school, big, thick, wide back. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh my I don't even know what that means. They didn't call me that. All right, mm-hmm. Nate, how was your pre-fishing? How, how was your familiarity? Tell us about the club you're in and what you're doing, uh, what part of the Mississippi you're fishing, the whole shebang. Uh, yeah, so this tournament is for the Quad City Bass Club. Um, I think it's one of the oldest in the Quad Cities. A point, point, um, point. Shooting, I think, like, 60 years is there. Like, I think this year is, like, 60-year anniversary. But oh, that's um, cool. it's a club. Uh, it's a tournament for their club. Um, so that, actually, the club that my father-in-law, like, started me fishing in. Um, I started tournament fishing with them. And, uh, you know, so we're, we're fishing this one. It's the first one we fish for them all year. And I think it's their fourth one i believe third or fourth i think but the first one we've been able to to make so it's coming out of uh albany illinois which is our yeah albany illinois which is about smack dab in the middle of uh pool 14 so and this this particular tournament is going to be a uh, a no locking tournament um so they've kind of structured it to where you have to go fish 14 and try to figure them out which is going to be tricky because i've fished the pool a ton you know jordan you and i we've we've been out there a million times and, and lola and i used to basically live on that pool our house yeah was, yeah for sure you know, a block from the landing yeah yeah and that was what 15 minutes from uh albany you know yeah, 20 minutes maybe something, yeah. yeah down river so um but yeah it's just you know this time of year can be can just be a really really tough pool to um to do well in um I, you know sometimes we get out and play around and, and catch plenty of fish but you know finding the quality has really been uh kind of been the thing i've struggled at in in, in past so i should um, know this but did you did you go out and pre-fish i did yeah okay. yeah so i took i Was took yesterday off yesterday i took yep i took friday off of work and went and pre-fished 
forgot to set my alarm. So I woke up a little late. I didn't get on the water until about seven thirty. Um, but I got, I got to the ramp and like my first thought was, uh, do not go to anywhere that you've caught fish in the last couple of weeks. So I've actually been on the pool a couple of times, uh, in the last two weeks and, uh, caught some decent fish, uh, on the pool. So that was, that was the one thing I did not want to do is go fish yeah. anywhere near where I've caught fish in the last, uh, you know, couple of weeks because the, the bite has been really consistent in that area. So not going to, not going to mess with that. So I just, smart. yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to uh, to kind of expand on uh, kind of my knowledge of the pool and hope uh, hope I could figure something out. So um, I put in uh, put in in Princeton little one ramp uh, one ramp uh, boat ramp there. It's not one a bad ramp, boat ramp. I mean, it's, it's, no, it's, it's really small, not. It's, yeah. it's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I put in there and uh, ran, actually ran downriver to start with and started on a little spot and, uh, got, got a few bites and I'm like, Oh, Nate, well, okay. So Nate just said he actually ran downriver. If, if you launch at Princeton, especially in the Derby, which I've done before there, uh, fished one there with our, with our middle boy, Vinny, give Vinny a shout out. Uh, oh, 90, yeah. 99.9% of the boats when you launch there go up river. I mean, yep, or maybe even a hundred, yeah. maybe a hundred. Everybody yep. goes, you, you head out, you go left, you go north. So the fact that we, that's why Nate said I actually went south because nobody does. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody heads down river for the most part. Um, you know, you'll get a few boats here and there that'll do that. But um, there was a creek mouth that kind of came into the river. I wanted to go there. I wanted to fish that creek mouth. I wanted to check it out. I've never, never looked at it before ever as many, as many times as I've been on the, on that pool. I've never, never looked at it. So I went there and I think in like my third, my third cast, I caught a, a keeper. So I was like, Oh boy. Well, and it was, it was a pretty decent one too. Um, and then, uh, switched baits through another bait, ended up catching one on a frog, uh, just a little guy. Oh snap! Look at did you listen to the Wait, Tackle and Tacos Frog podcast by chance? I, I, did you? I did. did you do the Frog did. Smash? Did you Frog Smash? I did not Frog okay. Smash, um, but He's maybe scared. I guess technically maybe it was a smash because I didn't even get to twitch it. It just hit the water and it bit oh. it. So I don't know if I landed on it or if it was the That's actual exciting. smash yeah. of the water. But yeah, so uh, yeah, and it was you know. Typically, every frog bite I get, I yank the frog so far away from the fish <laughs> that it's, it's ridiculous. To not, you, you, are, you are self-admittedly not a frog pro. No, not at all. Yeah. No, no, not at all. I'm terrible fishing a frog. So <laughs> definitely something that, definitely something I work on uh, as good. often as I can, but uh, I, I, I don't get any better. I don't know what to do with Well, you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I caught, I did oh. catch one frog, just a little, maybe 10 inch or so. That's um, great. So. Um, yeah, so then I just kind of I just kind of worked down that bank. There was uh there was some some eelgrass that was kind of growing up um, down the bank, and I well let's get out here and let's you know we'll frog around this and we'll fish it and didn't didn't get any more bites on the frog, um, but I started throwing a couple other baits and started getting getting some bites. So I kind of you know well if this is working here, let's go let's go run around and try to find another area. So I ran. Uh, ran up river uh, a little ways, maybe three or four miles at the most. Um, found another really good looking stretch of eelgrass. Started fishing it, and within 
I don't know, five minutes I had, you know, had another bite and, you know, I'm trying to, trying to yank the, yank the bait away from the, the fish. So it doesn't, you know, so I don't hook it and, you know, yeah, get you a chance. Wear them out. Yeah, exactly. So worked up that bank a little bit, a little bit more, uh, had another bite. So I'm like, well, hey, maybe this, this is, you know, kind of a pattern. So I just kind of started running that, that main, it was main river eel grass pattern. Um, so I just kind of would run, run up river, look for some eelgrass or, uh, you know, areas I thought it might be popping up or growing, uh, on shore. And I'd slide in and take a look at it and start fishing. And I said, I got on a decent little bite. So I kind of, kind of was optimistic. Yeah. Um, and then started to head up river a little bit more. I looked down and I was, on E, I was completely oh out gosh. of gas. That's what happened oh to my me gosh. and Vinny. <laughs> we would have won the tournament we fished, like almost guaranteed. It was a three fish tournament, and we probably had we probably had ten pounds on three fish that time of year. Would probably, I mean, in that tournament, would have won the tournament, and I ran out of gas, and we had to troll back for like an hour and a half. It was crazy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I, I know that feeling. I looked down. Yeah, I looked down, and uh, I'm on E, like it's all the way on E, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like trying to think to myself do i have enough gas to make it back to the ramp and you know just call it a day or do i uh i know if i head up river a little bit more there's a little little marina that sells gas maybe i can make it there and uh and give some gas well i didn't think of this while i was on the river but that morning got up late kind of rushed to get ready left my wallet at home oh my gosh left my wallet at home so i ran to the gas station i grabbed a an energy drink and a little cheese sandwich from the quick star and uh i didn't have a wallet so i couldn't buy it so you I did, like, oh, come on apple, you got that apple pay it's 2023 dude no i don't have apple pay what <laughs> no what do you use cash <laughs> do you write a check <laughs> grandpa well it, it's either a check or it's you know he has his coin purse. Yeah, I, yeah. Change purse. <laughs> like those rubber ones where you squeeze it and it opens <laughs> yeah, up like a exactly. football. Oh, yeah, those, we should get some of those made. Those yeah, are the coolest when I was are. a kid, dude. They They're like little yeah, money so that, taco. That yeah, they are a money taco. That's See? dope. <laughs> yeah, so that's how the morning started. Right I didn't have the wallet. That's Yeah, sucks, so I'm dude. running I'm running up river and like I said, I didn't it didn't register at that point. So I ran all the way uh it's uh, Comanche Harbor is where it is on the river. Got there and uh, they're closed. They didn't even open until one o'clock, and this oh is ten thirty. So I'm like, oh my Were goodness, what am I gonna do? I'd be crying. I was, Roll yeah, I was, I was in, Princeton. I was in rough shape. Yep. And uh, I ended up uh, talking to a guy that was there cutting the grass, and he's like, I think there's a phone number there you can call. They actually had a number that said, hey, for emergencies or gas, call us. And I gave him a call, and the lady was like, oh, man, I'm out, I'm out of town at the moment. Let me see if I can get somebody over there for you. I'll call you right back. So she called me right back, and she said, somebody will be there in five minutes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I, they show up. But and you still uh, don't have money, luck, right? I still don't have money, yeah. So I like I'm the whole time I'm talking to her, I'm like, is there any way, like, I, I know my, my debit card number, you know, by heart. So is there any way I can just That's give you the number and you can type it in? And she was like, yeah, I think that, I think that'll work. And luckily nice. they had one of those little tablets with the little square thing. And oh yeah. Yeah. I just type punched it, it in and yeah, punched it That's in so and, and got gas. Yeah. I and the lady like was like, dishes or something like an old <laughs> movie. 
Yeah, and the lady was like, she's like, oh, you got me just in time. I was on my way out of town to go have dinner with my mother. They oh my were all gosh. like dressed. So cute. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, they were all What is this place called? You got to give them a shout out. That's that's awesome. That's old school. Yeah, like sure. Not even uh, just customer service. That's just caring about people. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I was I was stoked. Um, it's uh, it's I think it's just called Comanche Harbor. Um, it's a it's a really small little harbor on the river. Comanche um, Iowa Harbor. Got, That's awesome. Mm. Appreciate. Yep, they've got they've got some some docks and slips for for people's boats, and they've got a little you know little store um, point, inside, point, point. and yep, yeah, and uh, you know obviously they sell gas right on the river and saved yeah, my that's butt. Awesome. That's great. Yep. So while I was waiting for the lady, I walked down to the boat and grabbed a rod and started flipping around the boat docks and I didn't catch anything, but that's a good way to pass wait. the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, got my gas. Um, and then I just kind of started to run around a little bit more. Um, and then, you know, because of my, fam- uh, being familiar with the pool, there was a, yeah. there's a, a spot kind of up by Clinton that me and my father-in-law have, uh, caught some good keepers on, but there's like, there's like some barge, I don't even know what they are called, like barge floats maybe or something, like the sections of the barges, not the not the yeah, actual yeah. like tugboat or engine, but the sections yeah. of the barges. There's a spot where they have them like tied up and like we, we had caught fish, you know, near those before and I went up there and it was a little decent run, um, but got up there and they, they, had the, they had the barges, the floats all the way up against shore so you couldn't even like fish behind them like we had in the past, so. It was pretty much shot, so I just uh, turned around, ran back, and called it a day. It was about, you know, I was out from about 7.30 to noon, um, but I felt like I got on, like, a pretty good good pattern with that that main river eelgrass stuff, yeah. Yeah, And it is repeatable for sure there. Yep. Yep. So that's, that was how, that was how my pre-fishing went, so I I let my father-in-law know, and he, uh... He was like, "All right, well, let me uh, let's let's see if we can make it happen." All right, so here, here's my prediction. You ready? <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it all worked out, including the weird one in my head. Okay, all right, here it comes. Uh, will you catch five fish? I'm going to say yes. I think the fact that you oh, said man. Main River eelgrass, there is 390 spots on that pool alone that have something like that. Maybe not exactly depth yeah. and flow and spot, but I mean there is that little like kind of folded over, bent over eelgrass patches everywhere there. So, yep. yes, I think you're going to catch five. Um, what's your weight going to be? I'm going to say something similar to what you told me, that 10 pounds. So I'm going to say 10 and a half pounds for Ooh, you. Wow. Are you going to be in the money? I'm um, nicer than you, so I'm going to say yes. You're going to be the last spot of the money. Where you said I'm going to be out of the money, I'm going to say you're going to be in the money. And even though in my heart, I don't think you are. I'm just saying that so you feel worse about saying I'm oh not. Oh my be. gosh! Yeah. And my yeah, weird I mean, prediction. Thanks, yeah. man. My weird prediction. Lola, can I? Lola, can I get a drum roll? Can you just call me Rola. Rola, can I get a drum roll? Is it? Am I Roly? No. Okay. I don't even know what that means. I, I like Rolos. <laughs> Those are very good candies. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. No, but my was, tongue gets tired. Well, don't do it anymore. No, you, no, you get, okay, okay, stop it. You're lucky this isn't on video because you're making the weirdest face and you're locking eyes with me while going, which is very odd. Wish I go like this. I'm slapping no. my thigh. I don't know if yeah, you're that was weird. Uh, <laughs> here's my weird prediction. Your father-in-law is going to catch a fish, maybe more than one, not on a tube. Wow. Not on, not on a tube. Got you there. 
Okay, that, that I mean, that I'm is... not saying he's going to throw like a Gangcraft jointed claw <laughs> swim bait or something, you <laughs> but know, but he like might. he's going to catch a fish not on a tube. Lola, give us actually, Nate, you go next. Well, yeah. Give us give us your predictions. Yeah, so um, I've 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 fished a lot of tournaments on this on this pool, and uh, I've struggled in a lot of them uh, and done decent in a few. So if I had to guess, I would say three to four keepers for maybe six and a half pounds. Oh like my that's, gosh. You're saying you're not going to put five in the boat? No, man. I, oh. I struggle on this, on oh. this pool this time of year. Like, and, and that's the thing, like I either, I either catch them fairly well, um, or, or catch a lot of fish, but don't find any quality or just don't catch very many fish at all. And maybe catch, you know, might catch five fish all day and three of them be keepers. So it, it's normally mm. one or the other catch, catch 30 yeah. and feast one or keeper. Yeah. Or catch four and three of them be keepers. Like, like yeah. that's typically how it goes for me. So, so can we put, um, right. can we put a spot on blast or should we not say it? I want to ask you a question or should I not put I, a spot I on would, blast? I don't think I'd put a spot on blast. Oh, uh, if, if I'm going to guess the spot that you're going to yeah. say is probably going to be, the most well-known spot on 14. Yeah, pretty much a community hole. So I would say yep. go ahead and blast it up. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know it. Yes, you do. Okay. Oh, yes, I do. What I, is it? Hold on. Hold on. Um, uh, uh, safe. Nope. 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 Wait, wrong pool. Yeah, wrong pool. Hold on. Is it Rock Creek? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking of. All right, will will you will you go to Rock Creek, sort of like almost desperately, like the people, like the people from uh, the Horse Kingdom and Lord of the Rings when they run to Helm's Deep, everything else is yeah, run out so, and they go there. Yeah. So that's like I said. <laughs> I love there, Lord of the there, Rings. The, <laughs> the area, the area that I fished in the last couple of weeks and caught fish pretty well has been Rock Creek. Mm-hmm. So that's where I did not fish at all. Okay. Uh, I kind of wonder if that's what you're saying, like to stay away from Rock Creek. Is yeah, like, Rock exactly. Creek is like it gets beat to death in tournaments, and yet people always catch fish in it. Always, hmm. they do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that, like I said, that was the area that I stayed out of. Um, I'm going to base that on on boat draw if i get an early enough boat draw mm. i'll run there first thing in the morning because that's oh, okay. typically that's how i'll i'll judge especially community stuff like i think some of the main river spots that i found i don't think they're super popular spots but rock creek is going to have throughout the day it's going to have a ton of boats in it so i want to get there as early as possible try to catch the fish and get the heck out yeah all right i like it and well, do you have any do you have anything weird oh yeah do I have anything weird? Yeah. Do you have any predictions that are sort of not oh, the typical weight, uh, whatever? Like I'm going to catch a giant crappie or I'm going to catch six pike or uh, uh, what did Lola's, what was yours know, about mine? I'm going to get pike. attacked by a beaver. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That'd be weird. Uh, have you ever, okay. Side, have you ever heard a beaver oh do a tail slap when you're fishing? Does oh it sound my like God, a frog yeah. smash? Terrifying. Ever, yeah. It's terrifying. It's like, it's like, yeah. it's like 13, like, birthday balloons pop at the same time like it's that they do this thing like it's sort of territorial if you're too close to like their their little beaver hut and um they're on the surface or they come up and see you and you startle them they'll slap their tail on the water sort of like a rattlesnake almost like that like just a noise to sort of get you away and when they do it it is so loud it's yeah it's like especially if you don't see them and then you just hear it it's crazy 
Anyway, all right, what's your prediction? Um, I think... Wait, wait, we got to get wait. Nate's weird one. Well, you asked me my, my prediction. My yeah, I did, but then I just one. realized. I'm okay. sorry. Go, Nate. My my weird one is going to be a little, little out of the norm from what your weird ones have been so far. Um, but it's going to be positive. I'm going to go oh, out and I'm okay, going to fish okay. this tournament. Yeah. And I'm not going to break my trolling motor. <laughs> Positivity is worth happen. the effort. Absolutely. Yeah, that is your that is your rhythm this year. Yeah, golly, that thing's okay. giving me some trouble. But yeah, that's, you just need to get that prediction. new you need to get that new power pole trolling motor. Spend that five thousand exactly, dollars yeah. on a <laughs> Don't trolling do motor. It, Nate. And no, that was not some sort of verbal miscue or typo. The new power pole trolling motor is five grand. But oh, wow. um, man, that's crazy. But yeah, the Ultrax is so dope. I really that that's a great one. Lola, go. Okay. Is he gonna catch five? Yes. What's his weight? Is he gonna yes. be in the money? What's a weird yes. one? Yes. Well All of it, yes. All of it. Okay. I believe in I like you, it. Nate. All right. I believe you and your father in law will be in the money. Uh huh. Um Wow. I don't know how far up or down in the money. Okay, hold on. Before you before you go any further, I okay. just want you to know that we started fishing tournaments together in like 2013. Okay. And we've never been in the money. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to preface that. Have it's you never it's been your in the year. Money? It's your year. I've never been in the money with my father-in-law as my partner. Wow. Oh. Yes. Until until tomorrow. Until tomorrow. Let's, let's hope for that. Yes. Yes. Until um, tomorrow. I was going to do it, but I can't. <laughs> um, and I think you will have five fish. Yeah. Um, I do too. I, I do. I don't. I, yeah. Even if it's a grind. I don't you know, know like how well how big they're going to be or how whatever. I think you'll have a couple good ones. Good ones. Good ones. Good ones. Good ones. You'll have some good ones. Um, oh, good. Oh, yeah. Hello, big and good and fancy panda slouch. But then you got me. Oh, my gosh. You got me all nervous. Like, well, I'll either have three that are or two or keepers or whatever. Yeah, and so now and I'm so now I'm nervous. But. Mm, I'm gonna say nine and a half pounds. That's okay. little. Is that too little? Because I said thirteen for you. you. Think about it. that's almost but a two pound fish, and that's not. It's because you talked negative, so I got nervous. Did? Yeah. He did oh. about how many you'd catch, how many would be keepers. All right, and what's a weird thing? I mean, not negative, like in a poopy yeah, way. I wasn't trying yeah. to be negative. No, you've been very saying. positive. Yeah. I just mean you're being realistic. Yeah. And I, I guess I don't know that pool that much i mean i do but i don't anyway um a weird one i think maybe you'll catch a few little sunnies <laughs> i don't know maybe like you'll catch fish, a big like crappie fishing. yeah why maybe, you say it's sassy like it's i don't thing. know because you said crappie right <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe that's what'll happen all right okay that's, that's not it. really that weird but that's there it. it is that's our before Oh, I get nervous when I do this. We're going to hit record. You like you're going to throw up. We're going to stop this recording. And when we come back to you. We'll be winners. Nate from his basement. Lola and I from our garage studio. We will have fished two tournaments. Wow. And we will give you the results. Are we going to be near our predictions? Dun, dun, dun. Are oh, we gosh. going <laughs> to be coughing still? Oh my gosh, I hope not. Will we have both wrecked our boats? No, my gosh. Will Nate's trolling? Okay, anyway. Okay. Anyway, all right, so okay. that's it. Um, we'll see how it goes. Okay, bye. Wish us luck. Good. Bye-bye. All right, peace. And we're back. Oh. So, Nate, you fished a tournament. I did, yes. I fished a, a derby. At you Bay fished Star. a derb. Jordan, yes, self, you fished a tournament. Yes, I did, Jordan. Whoa. Thank you. 
Yeah. Lola, what did you do? I was with children. Hey. Hey, I was momming so hard. That's great. So you put six fish in the well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That sounds terrible, that though. That sounds really weird. Yeah. I put our six children at in a bed car. that night. You put six children in a car. Yep. So that's good. Uh, what else? Um, all right, let's go with the weird ones first. Nate, did your trolling motor pan out? Did it work for you? Because wasn't that what you said? Like your your positive deal was that the trolling motor wasn't going to crap out? Yep, yep. I said uh, I said my weird one was going to be a little little out of the norm, All right. like um, but something positive, and I made it through the entire day without breaking the trolling hey. motor. Oh, my gosh. Hey. Yeah. That's yeah, so wonderful. That's definitely something to be positive about. Yeah. I, was, I was stoked. All right. What yeah. was your weird one about Nate Lola? A, 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 a panfish yep. or something? Yeah. Yep. Did you or did you not, whilst fishing for black bass, did you catch a panfish on black bass tackle? Uh, I did. I call a real pretty little sunfish. Little okay. Yeah. And did you eat the sunfish? No, I did not. I probably no. could have because it was right about hand size, maybe a touch yeah. smaller. Um, so good. Mm-hmm. But had I got into a mess of them, yeah, they'd oh, yeah. gone into the right side of the well for sure. Yeah. What? Well, who was it? What was that boy's name? Who does that stupid arm flex thing when he wins? Uh, Tyler, the, the elite guy. Yeah, yeah Tyler. Tyler that, I should have yeah. said stupid. I just, I don't oh. know. I'm not into the whole flex thing, whatever. But he like found the fish that he won a tournament on because he was crappie fishing, and then he ended up getting into like a mess of bass. Whoa, which I think is so awesome, actually. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's pretty dope. He was trying that to feed really his belly, cool. and then he made a hundred thousand dollars winning a bass tournament. Yeah. But, um, and oh, and mine. Did your father-in-law, I, I feel like there's no way, <laughs> I feel like there's no way because it's the only thing he ever throws. Did he catch a fish on anything besides a tube? Um, it, yes, he did. Hey, wow. look at that, three for three, dude. That was good. Heck he yeah. did, and it was, and it was, it was super clutch too at the end of the day. Whoa. So it wasn't like we, something stupid, was it? it? Like a, like a, like a tube craw that was basically just a tube that has craw <laughs> pinchers. No, okay. no, it, it was completely no. not a tube. No, it was not a tube at all. Okay. It was actually, you know, something the exact opposite of a tube. What's so, exact opposite well, of a tube? Well, I guess a tube, you fish on the bottom. He caught this fish on top water. Oh, wow. Okay. Dope. Yeah. Good for him. All right, so walk us through it, man. You don't have to get, like, super in-depth because I think on the before we took, like, 45 minutes. Seriously. Um, okay. Which I, I think we were planning on taking, like, 15. But what I do want you to do, Nate, is um, obviously Lola and I know that you, you know, caught five fish and, and whatever, but nobody else really knows how it went down. So I want you to tell us, um, you know, you caught five fish. What was your weight? Were you in the money? And then, um, because we let the juice loose on the show, walk us through, you know, kind of briefly um, what you caught them on. And I don't mean like I caught them on a crankbait. Like, tell us the crankbait or tell us the hook size on a whatever. But, you know, get specific. Go. All right. So uh, um, where, where did you want me to start with? How, how we did? or Yeah, whatever. Like, you know, did you catch five fish? What was your weight? Did you make money and then go okay. through some of the technique stuff? Yeah. So, um, surprisingly on my behalf, uh, we brought in five fish. Five oh my gosh. Yeah. I knew yeah, it. I think, uh, they, they honestly like throughout the day, 
Um, didn't I didn't think they were you know very good, although they were all healthy fish, like no like skinny sunken bellies or anything that you get like this summertime. Like they were all like pretty good healthy fish. Nice. Um, but I anticipated somewhere around eight to nine pounds is what I kind of figured we had um, in the box. Well, I think you said nine and a half pounds is what we'd bring in. Um, and it was actually just over Jordan's guess of 10 pounds. We had already, mm-hmm. he, I think he might've said 10 and a half. So it was, 10 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a little under 10 and a half. We had okay. uh, wow. 10, we had 10, 13. That's okay. Honestly, that's respectable on the river. I mean, it's yeah, respectable. Anywhere, had, uh, but... Yeah. That put us at, put us at uh, eighth place out of 28 boats. Wow. And we, we, they paid out six places. Oh, come we, missed, on. we missed the sixth place check by two tenths of a pound. Shut oh up. Gosh. Yes. Like, did you, um, did you have anything like where you lost one that probably would have called out a smaller one or I did. I think, no, I think I had one on. good one. Shut I had up. one good one that, uh, that would have helped. And it was actually, it would have been at that point, it would have been our fifth fish. Um, mm. so it, I think I think that one would have helped. It was a pretty it was a pretty solid fish. It wasn't so wasn't sorry. as big as our biggest, yeah. but it would have been so would easy have been to a keeper. Back, so. so easy to look back and be like, oh, if I would have done this, if I would have set the hook this way or whatever. But I'm just, I'm always just interested because that's like people will say that at the dock, you know, after oh I lost a big one or whatever. But that's every <laughs> single tournament like things could yeah, for sure gone a yeah. different way. Yep, and and that was that was the thing. Like other than that. I think I lost two fish all day. Okay. Um, so, so That's fish really, you know, for the most part, fish really clean. How'd your, um, how'd your father-in-law that, do as far as like fishing clean? He, uh, well. <laughs> I could hear hesitation <laughs> in your voice. Yeah, the way, the way like your, the way your rhythm of speaking there was like, okay, oh. so he lost 40 fish. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He actually, so he actually struggled a bit. So, oh, no. so, um, like I said, the pattern that I got on was main river eelgrass. And what I was doing was I was, um, I started out throwing that in practice, started out throwing just a hollow body frog. And I think I got one bite, uh, on the, uh, you know, doing that, uh, on the eelgrass, the hollow body frog. And to be honest, I had listened to, um, Bass Talk Live, you know, shout out Bass Talk Live. Blah, blah, blah. Um, with uh with uh, old uncle frank and he was he was mentioning uh doing buzz you know running some buzz frogs or so um, i was know, running the buzz the frog plastic. and we were smashing their heads in man i mean every yeah. cast man oh my god that, that was that was actually really good <laughs> thanks that, that was, was actually low yeah did <laughs> yeah so i so i tied on uh, it was a uh, big bite bait uh Tour toad, I believe, is what it's called. Dude, big bite on. baits I, make some really dope stuff, and it's pretty yeah, affordable. I think they're, it, it is. I think they're they're kind of underrated. I've actually been been throwing their stuff quite a yeah. bit here over the last couple of years, and I really like it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I started throwing that, and within fifteen minutes, I I had a blow up, threw back in there, caught it, and it was a keeper. I'm like, yes. oh man, oh, yes, yeah. So and and like I said, that was practice. Uh, so I ran that pattern around the, all the main river eelgrass, and I got blow up after blow up after blow up. Wow. I think I caught I caught three one key, I caught two keepers, one short, um, and I had a, a ton of other blow ups. So dope. I'm like, man, That's this fun. is yeah. 
this is, yeah, I was like, this is going to be, I think this will hold up. Um, and then when I wasn't doing that, I was running a chatterbait either on the edge of the eelgrass or oh, between yeah. like the patches of it. <laughs> Lola's and, uh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. And I caught some fish doing that. So yeah, uh, yeah I, felt, I felt pretty good. So like I said, I based, I based kind of what I was going to do for the tournament on the boat draw. If I got a good boat draw, I was running straight to Rock Creek. Yeah. Um, I was boat 10. Nice. So I'm 10 like, out of 30 boat 10, yeah, boat 10 out of 28. Yeah. Let's, let's hit it. And, uh, ended up heading straight there and I passed everybody. Yeah. Your but boat, boat moves. number one. Yeah. Your boat yeah. Moves. I passed everybody, but boat number one and wow. boat number one went straight into Rock Creek. Of course. <laughs> but luckily they, they actually started on the opposite side of the, of the Creek that I wanted to start on. Like opposite um, end or opposite actual side? Opposite bank. Yeah. What? Complete opposite bank. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they started on the opposite bank. Yeah. And, uh, so we started fishing and it was, man, it was so slow and I got really nervous. Mm. Probably fish for an hour and a half without a bite. Oh man. Oh. And then. That's, that's so bang. easy to get in your head. Yep, and then bang, I catch one. Yeah, and it was ended up being the biggest fish of uh, of the tournament. It was two, or our biggest fish rather. Oh, okay, I was like, our, did you win big two, bass? Yeah, no, sorry, it was our biggest fish. Uh, two, I think it was like two eighty three um, on a wacky worm, and that had been Dude, the pattern that, that I was sideways worm. It's crazy, man. I don't know what 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 the deal is, but I've gotten really confident in that thing. Yeah. If I can't That's get a awesome. bite, pick it up that sideways worm and start it swinging works, it around. Dude. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So that had been the, the little bite that I was on, um, the last couple of weeks I was taking, I took a buddy out and fish that, and Hey, throw this. And, you know, we were catching fish. So that's kind of what I wanted to do. And yeah, I caught, you know, caught the first one and it was our biggest fish of the day about, yeah, I think it was around seven, 45, 7.30, so it was about okay. an hour, yeah, hour and a half right around there that we had gone, and that was the first bite I had, and our best fish of the day. Um, went another 15, 20 minutes, caught another one. Wacky worm, same sort of deal. It was on some timber laydowns, skipped it, you know, right to the, you know, to the edge or just underneath it, let it just flutter down, and yep bang i mean they would they would kind of just one good pop and yeah pull back on them and uh and and fight them to the boat so uh caught that one uh that was our second fish uh, i think it was right around eight o'clock and then i think by eight thirty, i'd caught our third keeper also on the wacky worm good lord all three all three within probably 100 ish yard stretch of each other so it was uh it it came on quick and kind of kind of ended quick because that was it. I had maybe three other bites. I caught one on a caught one on a drop shot uh, that was about thirteen thirteen and a half. But then you know obviously wasn't a keeper. Yeah, you could you couldn't uh, squeeze the tail. Blue. You couldn't squeeze the tail I, hard enough to hit that. No, yeah, I tried. Yeah, yeah. I tried. But, <laughs> uh, caught a caught a nice bluegill. Caught a couple other small ones. Laura was dead on about that. Yeah, she was. Yeah, and then, uh, and then you know, it kind of fizzled out. So we kind of turned around and we ran back to the tree that caught the you know big keeper on, fished that uh, one more time before we ran out of the creek. Uh, 
I caught one other small fish off of it. Um, but that was it. Took off and headed towards uh, headed towards the uh, the first little eelgrass uh, patch that I had. And uh, it was kind of an odd stretch. It's kind of a poked out bank, uh, you know, with like a like a point that came off, and there was like a little pontoon dock right next to it, and uh, just a bunch of eelgrass kind of all out around it. Mm-hmm. And we started fishing started fishing that and i'm throwing that same uh big bite to her toad and uh you know swimming the chatterbait around and my father-in-law his go-to top water a zoom horny toad yeah it's a good one that's a classic yeah 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 it's a classic so that's his that's his go-to okay and he's throwing that around and maybe three minutes into fishing the spot he gets a blow up Ooh, nice. Then he casts again and gets another blow up. Oh my god! Oh, gosh. you're talking about blow ups with not not a hook set. Not yeah, getting... they're, yeah, they're they're yeah they're hitting this bait, okay. and it I mean it looks like they're look like they were crushing. Like they it, want but, it. Yeah, yeah, and it just it just wasn't happening. And I'm like, man, come on, let's you know just you know be patient. We'll get them in. And so I kept fishing around, and uh, we kind of turned and worked worked down river um, down the eelgrass stretch. And he, you know, is getting another blow up and another blow up. I bet it heck? was. And he's not getting any like good like no, hook sets or penetration. No hook up, no no hookups wow. or nothing. And I'm like, man, what is going on? Like hit in this first area. I think he had five or six bites in this first area, oh and gosh. I didn't get Goodness. I didn't get a sniff. I didn't get a sniff huh. on the same was he just, frog. Was he that just I was, straight reeling it? Just yeah, yep, huh. cast real slow, steady reel, nothing. Wow. Nothing crazy, and I just think that that big bite tour toad might have had a little bit too much action to it because sure. it's yeah. a it's a louder little kind of kick of the water than that horny toad is. It's a little more subtle that horny toad. Um, so I kind of thought maybe that's it, but you know, let's, I'll let him do his thing. You know, just he'll he'll get us he'll get us going. He'll get us there. So I just kind of kept throwing mine. Uh, I tried a different color, and uh, you know. It, it just was not going for me. And then I, you know, I'd switch back and forth between that and the chatterbait and I ended up catching our fourth keeper, uh, on the chatterbait. I actually saw it come right out from underneath the eelgrass and smoked the, uh, awesome. smoked the jackhammer that I was throwing. Hmm. And Lowell's so it happy and, right now. I am. I'm yeah, so proud. And, yeah. Boat yeah. flipped it. And that was our, that was our fourth <laughs> keeper. So I was like, man, yes. Was like Awesome. And then, uh, you know, we've got four. It was maybe at that point it might have been ten o'clock, maybe. You know, to, so to have four keepers by ten o'clock, I was I was stoked. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, it's a lot of daylight. Fished, yeah, and then just kept working the same stretch, you know, downriver, and that's when I lost that other one that was, you know, a solid keeper on the chatterbait. So that kind of that kind of had me had me frazzled for a second, and then. uh Maybe two casts later, I catch a gigantic pike, like just huge, Shut up. How and it's big? just. Uh, I mean, it was upper thirties. Like it oh was, it was big. It was thick. It was heavy. Like gosh. we had netted. Used to call me that in high school. Oh, stop it! It's freaking heavy. I'm just gonna keep on making that yeah. joke. It doesn't even make any sense. But yeah, so we. I mean, we had to net it and everything, and it was. It was just a thick, thick you get fish. A of it? And I get it. I did not know. Oh, come on, no, man. I, I know it's not what yeah. you're going for, but something a big fish like that, I want to see it. Yeah, it was it was it was a good pike. It was one of the bigger ones I've caught yeah. on the river in quite a while. But uh, 
I threw it back. I looked at my, my jackhammer and he completely demolished like the snap ring that was, uh, you know, on the front that you're, you tie your line to completely. It was all bent and mangled. Aggressive. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Be so I had to aggressive. sit down. <laughs> Be aggressive. And that's the only, only one I had in that color too, which okay. I was oh. very disappointed in. Yeah. So yeah, you should be disappointed um, in yourself. So I probably spent, Nobody yeah, for that. sure. Exactly. Yeah. So have a I probably spent four. five minutes like bending it back with pliers and getting it to where it, it would <laughs> This clasp, work. It's It was fine. like opened and everything. Yeah. So I get it to clasp and, and hold tight and made two more casts with it and another pike bit it off. Shut oh up. my gosh. I, I swear. Yeah. What a jerk. All right. After an yep. hour, it's good to go snap. Son of a. Exactly. Yeah. So I tie on another one. Closest color I had to it. Uh, Dang. Five more casts and that one got bit off. Shut up. You get I bit. Swear. I mean, every, oh everybody, everybody gets bit off by pike. They just do. But you get bit off by pike more than anybody I know. It, oh, poor I don't, I don't know why, but you really do. You you've said that for years too, because it's yeah. it's it's so frequent with me, and I don't know what the deal is. Oh, I guess I just God. let him eat it so well. Yeah, <laughs> you know. You just, you, I mean, but, really, at this point, you should be throwing like a fluorocarbon, like musky leader, on every like expensive bait you throw, right? Just as insurance, yeah, so, like a hundred and twenty pound floral leader or something. Yeah. So in in. It might have been ten minutes. I lost, you know, thirty dollars or thirty-five dollars in jackhammers or whatever oh they are. Gosh. So the first one I lost was uh, I can't I can't think of the color, but it's like the white with the little bit of chartreuse on the belly. Yeah, it's not the spot uh, remover. That's that white and silver yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, so that was the second one I lost was the oh, spot remover. Okay. Yeah. Was that that white and silver one because mm-hmm. that was the closest one I had. That's a next good one. To it. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, uh, so I lost the first one. Then I lost the second one, and then I tied on. I'm like, well, you know, I've I've been seeing some panfish around here, so I tied on the Bee Heights light, you know, yeah, trying to get that bluegill imitator. Um, I think I caught one fish on it, like one small, okay. uh, one small one, but I think they really wanted that white because the water was stained and you know a little bit dirtier. So I think they wanted that white around that eelgrass and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that white always works in stained water, like white and yeah, like so. obviously black blue for whatever reason in stained water just yeah, works. So, so all good. this stuff went down. All this stuff went down on our second spot. You know, fished the first spot, caught three keepers, made it to the second spot, caught one keeper. My father-in-law's got fish just trying to destroy his bait. <laughs> and he can't seem to. He can't seem He's to hook back them. They're swinging and missing. Yeah. So so then we run. We run to the third spot, which was uh, that creek mouth that that I uh, started on the couple of days prior, um, and I don't we don't get a bite in that whole stretch. Nothing at all was there. So, gosh dang it! So, uh, just down from uh, re- another really popular you know spot on the river um, was another stretch of eelgrass that uh, I think I think we fished it quite a few times, Jordan. But uh, okay. just down from airboat salute. Oh know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so. When you can Fishing get in airboat, when the water's high enough to get into airboat slough, it's such a cool yeah, spot. Yeah, you told me about that. But it yeah, and really right now it's so skinny. Yeah, it's it's tough though. Yeah, it's super low. It's it's really tough. Um, honestly, I didn't even try to get back there just because I knew how shallow it was. Yeah. But, so fishing the eelgrass uh, is a good ways down from there, but he got another two blowups on that frog. And I'm like, man, does that even have a hook on it? Like, is there a point on that hook? Like what's going on? Like I'm, I'm kind of, you know, messing with him, but I'm like, you know, kind of being serious. Like what yeah, is, why are we missing deal? so many? Even, even if so, you don't know what you're doing, you should be able to catch one out of the 30 bites he's had. 
Yeah, for sure. So, uh, he, uh, we, we fished down that bank and he actually ends up catching one and it just engulfed it. Okay. Just completely engulfed it. Yeah, so he catches one, and it's 14 on the button. Nice. It's okay. our fifth keeper. There yep. you go. So I'm like, awesome. Yes, yeah, finally. And he earned it. He did, too, because it, <laughs> it, it gave him some work. So yeah. we leave that spot, you know, after we fished it for another little bit, okay. ran to our, our next spot. Um, he gets another two blow-ups on that frog and misses both of them. Oh and I gosh. finally say, let me see that thing. I'm like, what are you, what, what's going on with this thing? Like, what's going on? Yeah. What's the deal? And I look at it, and he has the frog, the 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 horny toad. He has it yeah. rigged upside down. Oh my god! On so purpose? If, if you've ever, apparently, because like he said that's how he's always it, done he it. had it like on the top. Yeah, so he had the the bottom, like the belly split, kind of where the hook yeah, can. Like, yeah, where you're supposed to kind of put the, the hook in. Yeah, the hook can kind of push up in. Yeah. Um, he had the top of the hook in there. I guess okay. the point of the hook laying yeah, in there, that's a unique which take was on fantastic it. for not getting snagged or caught up in anything <laughs> but, but not so much for a hook penetration hook. it had the tip of the hook buried in so much plastic yeah, oh that they, no these fish never even felt oh my the hook. gosh and i'm like oh my god why oh, did dude. i wait so long so i finally just said hey you got that rigged upside down i would change it if i were you and he's like oh that's how i've done it forever oh I my tie gosh. One gosh i take off my tour toad i put on i put on a horny toad and in, in five or six casts, I, I get a blow up and catch one. Like the very first blow up I got on it, oh I gosh. caught it. It <laughs> was like, 13 see? inches, unfortunately. Yeah. But like, look, yeah. it bit, I swung, I got put it in the boat. Like, yeah. it, exactly. Like this is, oh my gosh. if you rig it right, you know, this is, this is the deal. Oh, I'll have wow. to, maybe I'll have to post some pictures of it on, on social Jeez media. Cause it's actually, actually kind of funny talking about it now, but. Yeah, so that was that was pretty much our day. We ran to back to the second spot we fished um, to try to upgrade, and never never got never got on anything. It kind of shut down for us later in the day. So we we called it and ran ran back to the ramp, and you know by that time it was pretty late in the day. Around yeah. you know we had a two o'clock weigh in, so it was okay because the heat about, again. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. It gets hot, so yeah. So um, you know they try to preserve the fish and whatnot, so they shut us down at two o'clock so we ran uh ran uh ran back and got in about 150 and uh felt good about getting five fish and i didn't think we had you know the weight we had but you know it was it was a fun day yeah that's awesome i love that well yeah congrats on a safe day congrats on a good fishing day congrats on putting five in the boat and getting really close to being in the money but um also yeah. you'll get there also congrats on catching a nice bluegill you know what i'm saying that that's yeah. pretty great so <laughs> heck yeah yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a fun day fun day we caught and we really honestly we caught a, quite a few fish uh, you know throughout the entire day but yeah. just it sounds like it just the the five the five keepers was all we ever did. And it get sounds into, like so. uh, sounds like the buzz toad had, had you uh, had it flipped over. You might have caught even more. I I, I I beat myself up for not switching yeah. from the tour toad that I'd gotten bites on. Right? Yeah, you should have switched earlier. Yeah, for sure. I should have. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was it was honestly it was ten to one. You know, wow. maybe more. Like. It, I don't know what it was. I think it was the subtle, the little bit subtler kick that they yeah. wanted, but man, it was, they were all over that and I didn't have a chance. Wow. All right. So let's transition over, shall we, to Wisconsin. Let's head north of the border 
Let's mm. recap uh, my tournament with the Chippewa Valley Bassing Attackers. Oh. And, uh, yeah, again, going to a body of water that I've never been to. Um, we've mentioned them plenty of times on the show. Uh, we actually had them on the show, but this was when we very, very first started podcasting, and I didn't have any idea how to set the levels and whatever, so we ended up discarding oh, it. So I we're didn't gonna, know where you are going with this. Yeah, we're going to retrack it with the LaFonts, Mark, and Eastone. Um mm-hmm. So they're they're our East on shout out. Um, so they're <laughs> our buddies, and I was talking to him like, "Hey, um, where do we launch at? You know, whatever. How is it running? I wasn't asking him for spots or juice or whatever. Where do we, you know, run around? Is there no wake spots? Is there anything to look out for? Is this a lower unit remover type lake?" And um, he actually said, "We're going to launch at this different launch and then drive over to the main launch where they have the weigh-in and stuff. Because otherwise, you're waiting in line forever, which turned out to be awesome because you're mm. fishing solo, so it's, it's a little more like unless you have somebody jump in and help you, like park your truck or whatever. It just takes more time to launch solo. Uh, so myself and the Lafonts um, launched on a little lake called uh, Hemlock, and then." went over to whatever so let's bang out the um the weird predictions first um me and lola our prediction our weird one had to do with catching pike i absolutely caught six pike Hmm. maybe more um i did not catch any on frogs though because i said something about catching half of them on frogs yep I did catch a couple in like really froggy areas, but not on frogs. So kind of hit, kind of miss. We kind of, we're kind of right. Okay. Yeah. And then what was your, what was your weird prediction for it, Nate? I said you were going to catch a slab of crappie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not catch a slab of crappie. I did. I did potentially though catch the biggest rock bass I've ever caught. I don't know if that counts for anything, but it was pretty cool. And when he, to the point where um, I caught it drop shotting, to the point where when I set the hook on it, it was like a large mouth or a small mouth. He started pulling drag on the reel. He started started spooling me. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. And then it comes up sideways. I'm like, that's the shortest small mouth I've ever, gosh, dog it. That's a a rock bass. Um, But that was pretty, that was pretty cool. I wasn't mad about it, so. (laughs) All right, so the quick recap, uh, I'll go through I'll go through briefly. Did I catch five fish? I absolutely did. I'll bet you I caught 40 largemouth, and I'm not oh exaggerating. Uh, I didn't catch a single smallmouth. Um, I'm not exaggerating when I say I think I caught two, three, I don't think more than three shorts. Everything else that I caught was legal, uh, but what was happening was I was getting very much into the pattern of – we talked about this, I think, last mm-hmm. week with Nate, where it's like you're releasing a fish and then you throw into the same area and it's almost like that fish bit again because it was like 15 yeah. and a half, 16 and a quarter, 15 and a half, 16, 15, 16 and a half. Like they're all, yeah. I mean, within an inch, inch and a half of each other to the point where like if you were to start calling those out for the other ones, you'd be gaining like an ounce. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I mean, yeah. it's just over and over and over. So I caught five fish. Um, much, Woo-hoo. much to my surprise, I did end up in the money. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, okay. how did that okay. happen? How did that happen? Fishing solo on a lake I've never seen before. I knew it. Um, Dude, that's so awesome. Straight luck for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I oh, ended no. up. I thought it was eighth, but I ended up actually in ninth place. So just to be clear, it was ninth place. Um, I had eleven and a half pounds, and um, Wait, what did I say? Oh, I said thirteen. Yeah, you said thirteen. I said. 
nine, and I think Nate said ten, ten. but eleven and a half pounds. And drum roll, Lola. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Drum roll! I won big bass. Woo! Yeah, so that was pretty. Yeah, oh, that was yeah, good. That Nate. Was, thanks, Nate. I like that, that was pretty surprising. Um, this fish, uh, we posted a video of it on our YouTube, just on a short. And um, if you were to look at this fish, if you know anything about bass, you would think this is a six-pound largemouth. Uh, its head was gigantic. It was a mile and a half long. Um, I had just hung up on a call, uh, with Lola. Um, Mm -hmm. I said, all right, I love you. Blah, blah, blah. Bye. Hang up. As soon as I hang up, I put the phone, I was wearing these little like Patagonia sort of like adventure style, like whatever pants. Um, there's a side offs into shorts. No, I'm not that cool. (laughs) There's like a little side pocket. I love you. Goodbye. Put it in that little side pocket, zip it shut, make a flip. Bang. I mean, the thing swims off from right to left. You know, like those very like unequivocal uh, flipping bites where there's no doubt this isn't a rock, this isn't a stick, this is a fish, where I reel down on the slack, step back with my right foot, and just drive the hook home. And this thing shoots off like right next to the surface of the water and then jumps. And I said out loud to myself, only person around, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like so I thought it was a six or seven pounder. It was so huge. And then I get it up close to the boat and it dives directly under the boat, like hard. And up. this thing is absolutely like a truck with no brakes. Like it was digging so hard. Um, and if you've ever tried to net your own fish, it is the most awkward, frustrating, not smooth dance ever because I, if it's like a three pounder, a two pounder, you're like, get in the net. But when it's a five pounder, you're like, oh my gosh, like it just would not stop. And then it went under the boat. And so I'm trying to hold the rod back behind me to keep the tension while sort of pulling up to direct it. And I can't see it. And then I got lucky. But as soon as it came out under the boat, it kind of was swimming straight and I stuck the net and it swam head first into the net. Well, that's good. And then I kind of plopped the whole thing up onto the deck and I was like, Arr! Like I kind of had an Ike moment. Like I just went nuts. Mm. I was so pumped. Um, ended up with that one. It, it weighed in. I think it was four four seven. And again, this thing was either a completely like summertime post spawned, or b super super old, or c a combination of the two. Mm. Um, but this thing should have been easily six pounds. Just not maybe more. Again, That's if crazy. you look at that video on our YouTube on the short. Um, it's kind of funny video cause I go to pull it out of the live well and I asked Mark's son Eastone like, Hey, will you just film me pulling this fish out? Cause I got all these sh- not huge fish and I got this one tank on the other side and I pull it out thinking it's going to look all cool. And then she like flops and I dropped her on the chair. <laughs> like I dropped her like right on the seat. I would have um, freaked out like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, and then she jumps out. Yeah. Jeremy said that to me. He said, what if that would have jumped over? What would you have done? I'm like, I think I probably would have just like dumped the other fish in the lake and drove off. Like I would have just ran, ran off. Like, yeah. 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 Like, all right, forget it. Um, but yeah. awesome fish. So that was my, my day. I ended up catching five. I made money and then, um, I got big bass. I got to come home with like 400 bucks, That's so awesome. which, um, paid for about a third of the gas. Cause <laughs> I had to stop eight times in that truck. That truck is so dope, dude. And yeah. it was white. So it looks so rad pulling our white legend. Um, but here's what I want to say real quick. I'm going to walk you guys through my list of lures and then we'll end on this. This can be the, this can be the close of the before and after. Um, and, uh, and we'll just talk tacos next time. Yeah. Next time. Yeah, let's, let's do, let's, let's do another taco one. Cause we didn't really do any taco talk this time yeah. and we need to, but we're going camping and I think I want to do like walking tacos. Yeah. 
Or what? I mean, oh, it's going to yeah. be some kind of, you know, like get the kids a bag of Fritos. Yeah. Here's some ground beef or some cheese or some mm. lettuce. Speaking salsa. of Fritos, do I don't know. not sleep, ladies and gentlemen, on the old Dutch street corn tortilla chips. Yeah, we do love those. Oh, my gosh. They are so salty and so good. You can just eat them straight or you can put them, you know, dip them in some salsa or some queso. Or make them into nachos. Yeah, man, they're good. Anyway. Okay. That's I, ran, the- I, ran into, I ran into those. Last year, deer yeah. hunting, and you are yeah. right; they are absolutely phenomenal. They are mm-hmm. so good. They're like they're like right on the precipice of being too salty without. But they being don't too have salty. MSG, so that's good. I just yeah. checked. I didn't know that, but yeah, they're yep. so flavorful, dude. And <laughs> I, did, I, did, I didn't check, and I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here, this is going to sound made up. Here's how I caught all the all the fish that I caught in this tournament and I'm going to go through colors, sizes, everything, and I'll do it quick, but like, I want to get specific with it. Uh, all right. So I caught them on a wacky rig on a regular five inch Cinco green pumpkin with a chartreuse tail. I know that's your deal too, right, Nate? It is. That was the exact same color I was drawing. In, in you guys. My fish, so. uh, I caught them on yeah. a Ned rig with a Giltec chartreuse head. Again, uh, hook and arrow supply company.com. You can get those. They're kind of a unique hook and kind of a unique head. Chartreuse head uh, with a Z-Man tickler in a green pumpkin color. I caught them on a mag draft, the six-inch version, and Borealis shad color. And I put a picture on our story today on social media. One of the pike that I caught was this really huge lily pad field. There was an opening, like a wide opening in this lily pad field um, on Hemlock Lake that was probably like the it looked like the size of a truck, like the length and the width of a truck, but it was like four feet deep. So you have all these lily pads and a natural open spot. And I'm like, dude, I have to throw it. And I throw this mag draft out there because mag draft is sort of like a Cinco on the fall. It, it just shimmies just right. And if you don't know what the mag draft is, it's a swim bait made by mega bass and it's called the mag draft because it actually has a magnet inside the soft plastic body that the free swinging treble hook snaps into as you retrieve. That was a good way of describing yeah, it, right? Good. Did I say that right? Um, it on I think that's how, you, how you'd say it. Uh, this, So I throw this mag draft into this opening, uh, the six-inch Borealis Shad, uh, thinking that I'm going to let it fall down, and then I'm going to kind of slowly crank it back in through that opening. And I'm talking about the second it hit the water, this huge explosion. Like It, it felt like somebody threw a bowling ball from like 30,000 feet. I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, oh. So I step back, I set the hook, and I start fighting in this big fish. Obviously a lot of weight. Uh, I'm throwing it on a 7.6 heavy action rod, um, and it's it's bending the rod over, and I'm like, this is a massive bass, and I get it next to the boat, and it's a probably 32-inch pike with shoulders, like just a big, mm. thick, fat pike. Um, and I actually boat flipped him because I'm using a uh, 20-pound, um, I think it was Assassin, Floral by Sunline, not a super expensive one, but it works really well. I love that one. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. not bad for the price either. Yeah, I um, love it. So I boat flipped that thing, and you'll you'll see the picture on our social media if the if the story's still up by the time you. I don't know how long the last. I think it's a day. He hit it so hard that he pulled the magnet out of the body of the bait. So crazy. Like they're so like he just shredded this thing and pulled the magnet and the split ring up inside the body of the thing out of the thing. Mm. Crazy. Uh, I caught him on the scum frog, the same one we talked about a couple weeks ago, which is the launch frog in a black color, but it's black with like these little like white swirls on it, which I don't think make any kind of difference, but I did. But you like them. And then I I almost don't want to let the juice loose on this, but I told people we would. So I'm just going to say it. 
I don't want to tell people about this. I'm going to say the same. I'm going to make the same noise when you say it. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, yeah. Every keeper that I had in my live well, including the five pounder, uh, came flipping and um, I caught him on a four aught VMC hook, a three eighths ounce circle tackle. Um, shout out circle tackle. Point, point, point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tungsten weight. Something that I stole from Nate a bunch of years ago is I put a plastic bead on top of my tungsten weight, kind of like a Carolina rig before the um, before the peg, before the bobber stop. Uh, and then I caught every one of my keepers on a G-Crack Bellows Gill bait. Um, all of them came on the 3.8-inch PB&J color. So the one side looks kind of brownish-green pumpkin. The other side is purplish. Every single keeper, along with probably 15 other fish, came on that setup. Man. Bellows gill. Nate thinks they're whack, but that's because <laughs> Nate doesn't doesn't he just whatever nate nate doesn't he doesn't nate doesn't know anything uh right. so it's just it's kind of like a weird bluegill shape shad shape lure but it has a bunch of ribs in it and so it moves like crazy um and it has a really weird smell and every single like all 15 or however many fish i caught on this thing in this tournament it wasn't like that dunk dunk or like that thunk type of bite every single one Without any kind of balance in that statement, every single one swam off with it. Where I'm watching my 25-pound 25, 25 fluoro swim away. You know what I'm saying? Where there's no mm-hmm. doubt. You can yeah. step back and right. full-blown set the hook on this thing. Everyone, including that five-pounder. Chatterbait, I caught him on a half-ounce. Um, Lola will appreciate this. The half-ounce jackhammer, B-height delight color. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. Uh, I caught two fish on the fish 30 acre swim bait, the glide shad. And funny enough, that big old bait, um, the two, two of the three fish that I caught on it, uh, or two of the three shorts for that day, I caught on that bait, which is funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is funny. <clears throat> I caught a whole bunch of fish on a square bill, bouncing it off rocks. If you don't throw square bills on rocks, especially in Wisconsin, um, you are tripping. It's just such an easy way because it ricochets around, so it's kind of like it's hunting, and I caught all of them on the same square bill. It's a Lucky Craft Fat Silent BDS 2.0, and I don't know the name of the color, but it's like a translucent sort of greenish, brownish. It's awesome. Um, I didn't catch any fish on the buzzbait, and I tried to force feed them the buzzbait all day long. Uh, I was throwing a Gancraft black buzzbait, and I was trying all day long to force feed them this thing, and they just would really not, wanted them to take. They it. would not do it. Drop shotting. I caught a bunch of smaller fish, all keeper size, but smaller fish on um, a drop shot rig, and I was doing it on a Gamakatsu uh, weedless drop shot hook with the wacky rigged four inch Cinco on it. Again, that's not a way most people drop shot, but it works really well, and it comes through stuff really easy. Um, I caught a few fish on a big bite bait war mouth on a four aught wide gap hook with no weight. And this is as much as I like big bite baits. If you even just right now, Google's image search, big bite bait war mouth. It's a really dumb looking lure. Hmm. It just looks <laughs> it stupid. It looks like you, a, go ahead, Nate. 
you, I was just going to say you fished that you fished that bait since it's come out, and I, yeah. I was real skeptical on it at first, kind of oh, like so that double looking. skill. But yeah, they're yeah. just goofy looking, but but they do they do catch them. They catch them, especially if you fish it weedless. If you have the patience to slow down with it, and I, I was throwing it on spinning tackle. Um, if you have the patience to fish it weedless, it literally looks like a small dying bluegill. And you can kind of do like just a couple little downward rod pops and the little tail things will flick and it'll kind of do like a little circle and then it'll start to sink sideways again. So it just looks like to every predator fish, here's a really easy meal. And then the last thing, uh, I lost one on a DT20 deep cranking. It was green gizzard shad in 17 feet of water and you might be thinking why would you be throwing a 20 foot diving crankbait in 17 feet of water because it was a rock bottom and so bouncing a lure like that off the bottom in deep water is an absolute killer when you can do it so that's our tournaments that's the before and after um yeah it was fun i would always rather fish a tournament with lola or with nate or you know, whatever, but fishing solo, there's something sort of cool and difficult about it as well. Um, and to be in the money and win big bass was really humbling, really Super surprising. Yeah. I cried. Yeah. I text, I text Lola a picture of the checks and she was like, yes, I can get my nails done. That's not what I said. I said, shut up in all caps. And I may have spelled shut wrong four like, times. At me. Yeah. But I didn't mean to. It's when yeah. it's all in all caps, it doesn't like autocorrect so anyway i told him to shut up a few times and then i said i'm crying yeah she's like i'm so proud of you yeah because it is it's i mean it's if, if you're used to fishing a partner's derby and you fish it solo it's a different it's a different thing i mean social i mean i text you throughout the day like i hate you i can't Str- believe you're fishing without me yeah. but yeah. no i didn't i wish you were fishing with me strategic uh planning is different and then fishing a lake you've never seen it's it's difficult but um yeah i'm i'm i don't mean this you in a cocky it. way i'm proud of myself good it was it was really fun that's so awesome. Especially yeah, in a club of such good fishermen. Yeah, and then at the very end, I weighed in somewhere in the middle. At the very end, this dude named Lonnie, who is just a, a hammer and a half, um, brought in a really, really big smallmouth. And I'm thinking, like, oh, that's bigger than 447. Mm. And it was, like, 4.11 or something. Whoa. And I was like, phew. Um, so, so exciting. Yeah. Like, waiting. Yeah, waiting and just kind of, like, not thinking I'm going to be in the money, even though it's a really good largemouth, not thinking I'm going to, um, you know, uh, win big fish but, but then you did and i did yep. so great and then on the way home because jeremy's truck doesn't have air conditioning both the checks blew out the window of the not truck. true but you know whatever <laughs> it's, it's the thought that counts so <laughs> all right everybody so make sure you um follow us on social jump in on like the review thing so we can give you some t-shirts and stuff thank you so much for putting up with sort of a long episode of before and after but you're getting four episodes in one so that's kind of rad um check out our youtube if you want to see the video of that and it's just a short uh of that big what should have been six pound fish that was four and a half and um, man we appreciate the heck out of all of you all of you. And remember, in every interaction today and tomorrow and next week, uh, I'm just talking to myself as much as anybody else. Positivity is worth the effort. Appreciate y'all. Bye. Peace out.